0: Welcome, dear listener, to In Your Best Interests, IYBI, with me, your host, Pastor Johnson Kamau. In the following podcast, I will present a talk entitled, What You Meant for Evil, God Meant for Good. It's about Joseph, son of Jacob. And it will illustrate for us what imaging God is all about. As I have said, and I will continue to say, the reason why God created you in his image or likeness is so that you can mirror or represent him and his purposes in your life and society. Precisely, God created you fearfully and wonderfully to shine forth for him and thus find affirmation and fulfillment in your life and work. In the story of Joseph, we will learn how to image God and shine forth for him in a broken world. Please welcome to the podcast. To image God effectively, you need, when wronged by others, to recognize the sovereignty of God and not take God's role as judge. Joseph, son of Jacob, shone for God in his lifetime, because of discerning the majestic will of the Almighty God, overshadowing the evil intentions of his brothers on his account as they were growing up together in their father's household. In other words, Joseph mirrored or represented God significantly in his generation because of seeing his life circumstances from God's perspective rather than from his own or others' perspective. Joseph was hated and envied by his brothers because of telling them his dreams which were in his favor, bringing to their father bad report about them when they were herding the flocks in the pastures and because of being the favorite son of their father. Their hatred and envy became so intense that they sold him as a slave in Egypt. Thereafter, they lied to their father, Jacob, that Joseph had been devoured by a ferocious animal in the wilderness. Their father was devastated by the sad news because he loved Joseph dearly. 20 years later, Joseph was reunited with his family in a dramatic way. By then, God had promoted him from being a slave to being the prime minister of the land of Egypt. He was awarded the post by Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, after he had interpreted his dreams for him. Joseph told Pharaoh and his council that he had to urgently prepare his country for a crisis because a severe famine was about to strike it. After listening carefully to Joseph's counsel, Pharaoh appointed him to spearhead the campaign for averting the approaching crisis. It was this crisis that set the stage the reunion of Joseph and his extended family. The famine that Joseph had predicted to Pharaoh and his council was so severe that people from all lands in the Middle East including the land of Canaan came to the land of Egypt to buy food because there was no famine there. Even Joseph's brothers came to Egypt, sent by their father Jacob, to buy food for their family, to save it from perishing in the disaster. Guess whom they met in Egypt? Their brother Joseph. They could not avoid meeting him because he was the governor of the land. And he was the one who was overseeing the sale of food to all the people. But none of them had the slightest clue that the Egyptian to whom they were paying homage was their own brother Joseph, whom they had sold into slavery 20 years ago. In contrast, Joseph recognized them at once. Nevertheless, he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. After testing his uh, suspecting brothers to prove whether their flawed characters had favorably changed over the years, Joseph eventually revealed his identity to them. They were so terrified that they could not talk with him. But Joseph reassured them by telling them not to be distressed and angry with themselves for selling him as a slave, because it was to save lives that God had sent him ahead of them. He went on to tell them that God had sent him ahead of them to preserve for them a remnant and to save their lives from the ravaging famine. Therefore, it was not them who sent him there, but God who had made him Pharaoh's senior council and governor of the entire nation of Egypt. Then he kissed and embraced his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards, his brothers talked with him. Then Pharaoh invited Joseph's extended family to come and settle in Egypt in the region of Goshen. When Joseph finally met his father, Jacob, he embraced him and wept for a long time. Joseph lived in Egypt for 17. Jacob lived in Egypt for 17 years and died at the age of 147 years. After the death of their father, Joseph's brothers were afraid that he might hold a grudge against them and pay them back for all the wrongs they did to him as they were growing up together. So they sent word to him saying that before their father died he had instructed them to kindly request him to forgive them the sins they committed in treating him so badly when joseph received the message he wept then his brothers came and threw themselves down before him and said that they were his slaves. But Joseph told them not to be afraid. He informed them that even though they intended to harm him, God intended it for good, to save many lives. So, they should not be afraid. He promised to provide for them and their families and spoke kindly to them. What a way to treat enemies. Even though Joseph was thrown into a pit by his brothers to die there, God delivered him from it. And then from a prison cell, to be the second most powerful person in the land of Egypt. Joseph shines brightly in the story of redemption that shifts from perfect creation to sin, salvation, sanctification, and then everlasting security with the God. He figures prominently in the biblical story that focuses on the beginning of sin and the beginning of salvation. He stands tall in the story of redemption that accomplishes God's purpose for humanity. Joseph is a key player in the biblical account of creation. Disobedience of the first human beings, Adam and Eve, and God's plan of redemption for mankind. Joseph suffered the consequences of the original sin at the hands of his hateful and jealous brothers. He was exposed to enmity, danger, slavery, temptation and false accusation by his own brothers who chose to yield to Satan and their own desires instead of God's will. However, his character was refined by the difficulties he encountered in life because they enabled him to discern the purpose that God had for his life. This awareness positioned him for divine blessings that raised him from being a slave to being the governor of the whole land of Egypt. Joseph's story is an important part of the plan initiated by God in Genesis 3.15 to reverse the effects of the sin committed by the first human beings, Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden. He is a representative of the off- offspring of Eve, Messiah, who will ultimately crush the head of the serpent, Satan. He is an embodiment of the first good news, Proto-Evangelium, which God announced in Genesis 3:15 after sin entered the world through the craftiness of Satan. He is a prototype of the Messiah Jesus who came here on earth, struggled with Satan and overcame him once for all at Calvary and made things right once again for us. Joseph is the key participant in the Old Testament mission which is essentially the working out of the prophetic promise of God in Genesis 3.15, that the offspring of Eve will crush the head of the serpent and the serpent will strike his heel. The entire Bible from from Genesis to Revelation is the story of how God fulfilled his prophetic promise Joseph embodied the gospel in his entire life. He suffered rejection and shame and encountered pain and suffering to save the lives of many people, including of his own extended family. His life experience pointed to Jesus Christ, our ultimate Savior or Redeemer. What is your take in this story of Joseph? God wants to use you and me in the same way he used Joseph to weave the story of redemption through which he reveals his glory and unconditional love for sinful people or unbelievers. God wants you to be an active participant in the story of salvation that runs its course through his holy book, the Bible, and ends with the the blood of his beloved son, Jesus Christ, on Calvary's cross. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses the sins of the world. God wants you to reflect on your own troubles and tell those who are behind them that what they intend for evil, God intend for good. God wants you to believe that he will ultimately enable you to overcome your predicaments and give you victory over your enemies. In the same way, He gave victory to Joseph and more so to Jesus Christ, his beloved son, over Satan by enabling him to nullify Satan's evil intentions with good intentions. God wants you to understand that in all things he works for your good because you trust and obey him and you are committed to fulfill His purpose, both locally and globally. He wants you to acknowledge His sovereignty by recognizing that He is the Almighty God and King of Kings. God wants you to understand that He is in control of your life, despite the hardships, hardships, tests, or temptations which you are currently experiencing. He wants you to know that he is fully in control of every situation, including your adversaries attempts to frustrate your effort to obey his will and live virtuously. God wants to use you to demonstrate his mercy and grace to those who you and undermine your welfare and safety. He wants to graciously use you to work out his plan of redemption by causing you to show compassion to your opponents instead of seeking to take vengeance against them. Finally, God wants you to shine for him in your generation by trusting his ability to make sense of your life when your world does not make sense or has fallen apart. God wants you to trust his goodness. He wants to weave your failures and the evil designs of your detractors in such a way that you will be well positioned for his blessings. for accomplishing his purpose in your life wherever you may be. God wants you to believe that he has a plan for your life which cannot be frustrated by whatever life brings along your way. He wants you to know that his plan for you for your life will prevail despite the wickedness that is being committed against you by your adversaries. It was a pleasure to have you in the podcast. Keep on tuning to In Your Best Interests. IYBI for the best is yet to come. Take care.